Welcome back to Yesterday Today, bringing you the best of yesterday's radio today. I'm Jake Westbrook, along with McLean and Sydney over here and our producer. We're all out of the local ball fields today because, well, I'll, I'll let McLean explain it. We were told by our producer earlier this morning that uh, he needed us out here for a very, very important reason. He said it was integral to the Yesterday Today, the show's continuing success. Well, frankly, I'm just happy to be out here getting fresh air. That really happens for me. I'm usually inhaling the, the, the fumes coming from the various chemicals I keep in the janitor's closet. We know, Sydney. And don't worry, it shows you a little dweeb. Anyway, what I've called you boys here is, is a calling far, far greater than, than what you may have thought. You may have thought I, I brought you out here to do some volunteer work, clean up the ball fields, none of that schmuck. I brought you here to participate in America's national pastime. Football? No, community baseball. Oh, you mean the local community ball team, like you signed us up to join it? That's right. The way I see it, this is great publicity for our burgeoning program. Isn't community baseball like minor, minor, minor leagues? I don't know if we're getting the publicity you think. Yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, we're exposing ourselves to the community in a positive way. Plus, as the manager of the team, I can order you guys around and spit a lot. You're a producer. You already do that. Yeah, but this way I can kick dirt as well. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Producer Manager. I have a slight question. Um, How do you play baseball? Don't worry. That won't be a problem for you, Mr. Equipment Manager. Equipment Manager? Sir, I was born to steal first base. Whatever that means. Men... What you need is a war-torn veteran of the sport. Someone to teach you the ins and the outs. The fundamentals of this beautiful game that we call a national pastime. You've played baseball before? I have, and if you keep up with those energetic remarks, you're going to be known as the yesterday today fruitcakes. Under my tutelage, you gentlemen will become the fiercest baseball team to ever grace these city parks. I mean, not not to criticize the idea, but I'm, I'm really more of a football man myself. Uh, I'm going to start criticizing your appearance if you don't pipe down. Oh. I think he's gotten meaner since becoming our coach instead of our producer. That's because you could use some spit in your eye and some gravel in your mouth. Now get on the field. Do some wind sprints. Wind sprints? Yeah, you never run out first base before. All right, well, looks like we've got a bit more than we bargained for here. Well, while we begin our wind sprints, I'm going to play some songs, some baseball-themed songs. I think given the nature of the events unfolding before us right now, baseball should be the theme today, so here is some music. Stop, John, and start running, you losers. <laughs> this is fun. Are you guys having fun? I'm having fun. Another peep out of you, and you're getting demoted to reserve equipment manager. Was Babe Ruth the reserve equipment manager? I swear, if I ever hear you take the Bambino's name in vain again, I'm gonna hit you out at the park. Hello, Joe. What do you know? We need a hit, so here I go. Ball two, right one, right two, yell at our boy. 
mystery that's got us all aglow. He's just a man and not a free Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Joe, Joe DiMaggio, we want you and us. He tied the mark at 44, July the 1st, you know. Since then he's hit a good 12 more, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Joe, Joe DiMaggio, we want you and us. From coast to coast, that's all you'll hear of Joe, the one-man show. He's glorified the horse-hide sphere, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Joe, Joe DiMaggio, we want you and us. He'll live in baseball's Hall of Fame, he got there blow by blow. Our kids will tell their kids his name, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. We dream of Joey with the light from back. Men sing Ken Darby's Casey, the pride of them all. The bases were loaded, the score was a tie. Two outs and the hour was late. The bleachers exploded, excitement ran high when Casey stepped up to the plate. With the ladies, oh, Casey has nerve and he knows every curve. He's no hokey pokey. He gets away with that old double play. He's sure okey dokey. He makes all the ladies go gaga, it's true. No wonder they swoon when he comes into view. He was the Sinatra of 1902. Casey, the pride of them all. They knew he would knock the ball out of the state. Alas, poor Casey struck out. Casey's the guy with his eye on the ball, but mostly the ladies. Casey's the guy who's the idol of all, but mostly the ladies. You may think that Casey is through playing ball. Stands may be empty through summer and fall, but Casey's still swinging and missing that ball. Casey, the pride of them all. 
Will you hold the ball when you step to the plate? Will you swing and fall if you play? You gotta know how it's done. Can you catch? Can you hold on? Willie plays all of you. That's right. He plays. Let's call Willie and ask him. Call him. Okay. Hey, Willie. Yes. Are you Willie Mays? Yes. Whose ball was that? Why was it? In left field. Well, that's Irving's ball. I told you that. You... Every time we come to the game, we got to talk about it. The next time, I'm going to sit in the grandstand. Say I... hey, fellas. What's your name? Say who? Say Willie. Say hey. Say who? Swinging at the plate. Say hey. Say who? Say Willie. That giant kid is great When he hits the ball It's long gone man Hits it farther than Camp can Swings the bat like a little lead pipe When they reach the ball It's overripe Say hey, say who? Say Willie, say hey Say who? Swinging at the plate Say hey, say who? Say Willie, that giant kid is Like a choo-choo train Swings around the second like an aeroplane His cap flies off when it passes third And he heads home like an eagle bird Say hey, say who? Say Willie, say hey, say who? Swing 
He had jet shoes The other batters get the willy blues Anything hit his way is out Man, it just don't pay Those guys to clout Say hey, say willy Say hey, swing it at the plate Say hey, say willy That giant kid is great In an awful jam But now he's back And he's Leo's joy And Willie's still A growing boy Say hey Say who Say Willie Say hey Say who Swing it at the plate Say hey Say who Say Willie That giant kid is great That giant kid is great Say Willie What you gonna say
hardly tries And the sky has got so cloudy When it used to be so clear And the summer went so quickly This year Yes, there used to be A ballpark Right here. <sighs> Welcome back to yesterday today. Uh, well, we just finished running some wind sprints here. As part of the, we're the newest members of the community baseball team. Well, you finished running wind sprints. I, I had Sydney do mine, so he just did it twice. You, you can't do that. That's cheating. Great work, Jake. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And that's what I always say. Have you boys been keeping up on your supplements? Steroids. I mean steroids. Ah, okay, yeah. Don't you think it's a little over the top to be cheating in community baseball? If you ain't acting unethical, you ain't doing anything. Now, speaking of cheating, let me show you guys how to bean a batter. Sydney, get in the box. What? Pick up a bat and get in the box. But I've never hit a baseball before. Oh, but you're gonna get hit by one. What? Just do what I said. Uh, okay. Uh, McLean, do you feel like we should probably, um, stop this or something? This seems, this seems like Sydney's life might actually be in danger. I was gonna say, this seems very unethical. Guys, 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 the boy needs to learn. Look at him, he's a sniveling coward. I'm worried about the guy. When was the last time you ever worried about Sydney's snort hawk? Is it okay if I swing with my eyes closed? I, I wouldn't recommend it. No, no, Sydney, Sydney, try to hit the... No, on second thought, just jump out of the way. Now, gentlemen, I'm gonna pump in a heater right over the plate for poor little Sydney. It'll make his head spin. Alright, here you go, kid. Here's my home thing of a fast ball. Whoa, look at that thing fly! My my goodness, Sydney hit the ball. It didn't it didn't bounce off him, did it? He hit it with the bat, right? That's what I saw. He knocked it out of the park. I'm sorry. I'll get you guys a new one. I, I didn't mean to hit it that far. That was probably a fluke. Let me throw you the meanest looking knuckleball you've ever seen in your life. Huh. Oh my oh my gosh, two flukes in a row. Holy cow, that went further than the first one. Now there's no way you could do this three times in a row. And let me throw you one more, kid. I'll, I'll try to hit it out over in that direction this time so I don't, you know, hit any cars or anything on accident. Did he just call his shot over the center field bleachers? This is the most arrogant kid I've ever seen. I'm gonna teach him a lesson. Never thought of Sydney as arrogant before. Deluded, perhaps. Now this next pitch I'm gonna throw him is a quirky one. It's designed to meander around the batter. Meander? 
Yeah, got a problem with that. No, no, no. Now go back behind the fences, with that way you can actually catch the dang thing. I'll be amazed if he manages to do this a third time. Alright. I'll be downright impressed. The bottom of the ninth. Two outs. Score tied. All you gotta do is strike out Sydney. Probably the meekest looking human that humanity has ever produced. I don't think he even had a dad. Hey, huh. There it goes, right where he pointed. Oh my goodness, he did it. He actually did it. That kid has the cleanest swing I've ever seen. Better than the greats. Better than Ken Griffey Jr. Most athletes swing out of talent or years of practice. He's swinging out of pure and unadulterated fear. It's barbaric. It's animalistic. It's primal. It's... it's... It's the most beautiful thing I ever laid eyes on. Sydney, come here. My boy. We have so much to do. So much ball to talk. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry I lost another one. No, no. Don't apologize. You did great, kid. I think this is a sweet moment, but I just feel uncomfortable and weird. Anyway, up next on the show, we have an episode of Abbott and Costello, the classic radio show, baseball theme to this one. They even do their classic routine that... Everyone's heard by this. It's become cliche, practically, at this point to even mention it, but... Yeah, yeah, what's on first? You know, it's a classic. Here it is, Abbott and Costello. I, I thought you were gonna... I thought you were gonna do the, do the thing. But that's fine. Hey, Costello, Costello, come here. Costello, will you come over here, please? Will you listen to me? What are you writing on that pad? Hey, Abbott. What are you writing on that pad? I'm just making out a list of girls I'm going to kiss next week. Here's who I got picked out. Lizzie Schwartz, Maggie Mugglemeyer, Tessie Tinfoil, Lana Turner. Now, wait a minute. Lana Turner wouldn't kiss you. Oh, no? Oh, no. Then I'll scratch her off my list. I love you. You dummy, always thinking of girls. Girls, girls, girls. Great men don't waste their time on girls. Where do you suppose Benjamin Franklin would have been if he'd have thought of girls all of the time? In the front row at Earl Carroll's? No, no, no. <laughs> Costello, I've been telling you for the past three weeks. You've got to quit chasing girls and get yourself a job. Look at Look how sloppy you are. Look at your socks. I can't help my socks, Abbott. It's those new Hickok plastic garters. What's the matter with them? Your stock socks stay up, but your legs fall down. Yeah. <laughs> Costello. Here, boy. Out of the way, fatso. I'm looking for Luke Costello. Boy, he is Luke Costello. The famous Luke Costello? The one and only Luke Costello? That's me. Gee, I listen to you on the radio every Thursday night. You break me up when you say, how do you do? Wait a minute! (laughs) Wait a minute! That ain't me, that's the mad Russian. You're saying? (laughs) Who's gonna take your telegram? I'll take I'll take it. It's collect fourteen dollars. He'll, He'll take, take it. it. <laughs> Don't give it to me, here, boy. Hey, Costello, this telegram is from Joe DiMaggio. Listen to this, dear Lou. As you know, I am recovering from a foot operation. I would appreciate you appreciate you taking my place. Appreciate you taking my place on the New York Yankees until I recover. Please report to the Yankee Stadium immediately. Signed, Joe DiMaggio. 
Abbott. Hey, that's one of news. That's the news I've been waiting for. I'm going to be a big league ball player. Yes. Imagine you probably heard about my playing with the Cucamonga Wildcats last year. You a ball player? I don't believe it, Costello. You know nothing about ball. Oh, no, I eat baseball. I live baseball. All night when I'm asleep, I dream about baseball. Don't you ever dream about girls? What, and miss my turn up at that? Oh! <laughs> Yes. And another thing, Abbott. What page are you on? Never mind what page you're on. <laughs> and another thing, Abbott. Not only that, in Patterson, New Jersey, I worked out with a baseball team. I used to stay out till 4 o'clock in the morning. Why did you stay out till 4 o'clock in the morning? This was a girls' baseball team. Costello, <laughs> if you're going to play with the New York Yankees, you really have to know something about big league baseball, Lou. I know all about baseball. All right, suppose there's a left-handed pitcher pitching. What do you do? I put in a right-handed batter. Now, suppose there's a right-handed pitcher pitching. I put in a left-handed batter. But now I trick you. I take out the right-handed pitcher and put in a left-handed pitcher. Then I double-cross you. I take out my left-handed batter and put in a right-handed batter. Now, wait a minute. Where are you getting all those right-handed batters? The same place where you're getting all those left-handed pitchers. <laughs> Hello, Lewis, honey. It's, uh, it's Marilyn Maxwell. Hello, Marilyn. I've got great news. I'm going to play ball with the New York Yankees. I'm taking you along as a pitcher. Oh, now, Costello, Marilyn Maxwell can't pitch. Oh, no? You should see all the guys she struck out that were trying to get the first base. Oh, no. <laughs> This kid has got some nice curves. Oh, Lewis, you're so sweet. But I do hope you be careful. You know, big league baseball is a very dangerous game. Oh, what's dangerous about baseball, Maryland? Well, I read in the paper this morning that in the opening game in Boston, five players died on base. <laughs> Maryland, you don't seem to know much about baseball. Let me show you how to play indoor baseball. First, I put my left arm around your waist. Then I snuggle my head on your shoulder like this. Then I press my cheek against your cheek. Oh, wait a minute, Costello. That's not the way to play indoor baseball. How do you like that? Every season, new rules. <laughs> well, uh, goodbye and good luck, Lewis. I just know you'll become famous for those New York Yankees. Marilyn's right, Thank Costello. You, this Thank is your you. chance to become famous. Now, you've got a good job as a baseball player. And you might find your proper niche in life. Yes, I might. I mean, after all, if I find my... What will I find? A niche, a niche. You'll find your niche. Abbott, when I find an itch, I scratch it. No. <laughs> what in the world are you talking about? An itch. I once had the seven-year itch. What happened? I scratched real fast and got rid of it in three and a half years. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that kind of an itch. I mean an itch in life. A niche in life is what everyone is looking for. Anyone who is successful has found a niche. Well, if that's the case, I know an Airedale that is doing very well. <laughs> Listen to me, Costello. When I say a niche, I don't mean a niche like you have when you have an itch. I mean a niche like you have when you have a notch. Oh, you don't mean an itch like a niche when you have a niche. You mean a niche like you have when you have a notch. Now you've got it. Now I've got it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Costello, why do you mash everything up like that? You're the most mixed up man I ever saw. Well, maybe it's because I fell on my mother's mix master this morning. She had it set for mashed potatoes. Oh. <laughs> Mother. I know that, I'm All I'm trying to tell you is that a niche is a notch. Catch? Notch. Notch. All right. <laughs> now you know that a niche is a notch. Uh, you know that both of them are the same. 
Yes. Now, I could have a notch and you could have a niche. Yes, niche to me and notch to you. (laughs) I'm only only trying to impress you the importance of being a big big league ball player and having a good income. Did you ever draw a nice big fat salary? No, I never drew a fat salary, but I once sketched a skinny tomato. No, no, no. no. So when I say draw, I don't mean draw like you draw when you draw. I mean draw like you draw when you draw a salary. Have it. Let me smell your breath. Mm-hmm, just as I thought. You've drawn one too many already. <laughs> you listen to me, please. When I say you draw a salary, I mean you draw money. Now he's got me drawing money. Wait till the FBI finds out about this. I'll probably draw 20 years in a clink. And they don't feed you any salary in there, either. Costello, when I say you draw money, I mean you draw like you draw money to spend it. Not, not like when you draw on an easel. That's what I always say. With money, it's easel come, easel go. <laughs> Everybody draws money. I draw money. I've been drawing money for years. My brother draws money. He's been drawing money for years. You draw and your brother draws? Certainly. Just as I thought. You and your brother are an old pair of drawers. (laughs) When I go to sleep I never can sheep. I count all the charms about Linda. Lately it seems, in all of my dreams, I walk with my arms about Linda. But what good does it do me? For Linda doesn't know I exist. Can't help feeling gloomy. Think of all the loving I've missed. We pass on the street, my heart skips a beat. I say to myself, hello, Linda. If only she'd smile, I'd stop her a while. And then I would get to know Linda. But miracles still happen. And when my lucky star begins to shine, with one lucky break, I'll make Linda The beat. I say to myself, hello, Linda. If only she'd smile, I'd stop for a while, and then I would get to know Linda. But miracles still happen, and when my lucky star begins to shine, with one lucky break, I'll make Linda mine. be a big uh, league ball player, you've got to get yourself in shape. Now, 
From 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., you lift weights. From 9 to 10, deep knee bends. 10 to 11, skip rope. 11 to 12, run five miles. 12 to 1, I'll never make it. I lost. <laughs> you idiot, you'll never be a ball player. Staying up late and going to nightclubs, eating rich food, running around with beautiful girls. Do you know what can happen to you? Yes, I can become manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers. I... <laughs> I don't even know why DiMaggio picked you. You don't even know how to swing a bat. I know all about swinging bats. When I was a kid, my father used to hit me with a baseball bat. My brother used to hit me with a baseball bat. My uncle Artie Stebbins used to hit me with a baseball bat. And my mother used to hit me with a tennis racket. With a tennis racket? Yes, she didn't like baseball. <laughs> Hiya, fellas. Well, oh, well, well, it's Ennis. Hey, Costello, I heard about you taking uh, Joe DiMaggio's place for the New York Yankees. That's right. You know, I used to pitch for the Hollywood Stars. And boy, I'll never forget my last game. There were five men on base. Oh, no, wait a minute. Five men on base. Now, that's impossible. Did you ever see the Hollywood Stars play? (laughs) Ennis, I've seen the Hollywood Stars, and I don't remember you. Oh, I've changed a lot since then. Had the biggest buck teeth you ever saw. I was the only man on the team that could slide into second base. And spike you from either end. <laughs> well, so long, Fatso. So long, Skinny. So long. Hey, you know that Skinny would make an ugly skeleton? All right. <laughs> well, don't waste time with him. Now, you've got to get ready for the opening game. Yes, I think we're going to play the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland Indians, eh? Uh-huh. Feller pitching? Certainly there's a feller pitching. <laughs> Who do you think they'd use a girl? Oh, I, I know they don't use a girl. I said feller pitching. What feller? Feller with the Cleveland Indians. Look, Abbott, there's nine guys on the Cleveland team. Now, which feller are you talking about? Feller that pitches. There is only one feller with Cleveland. You mean nine Yankees are going to play against one feller? That's right. You mean there's no fellers in the outfield? No. And there's no fellers in the infield? No. Cleveland only has one feller. Well, this feller must be pretty good if if they don't, he don't need any other players but himself. Look, all the players will be out there helping him. You just said there was only one feller on the team. That's right. Then where did all them other fellers come from? Oh, you idiot. When I say there's only one feller on the team, I mean there is only one feller that pitches. Well, Abbott, when the manager of the team wants this pitcher, what does he call him? Feller. You mean he just hollers, hey, feller! And this guy knows that they mean him? That's right. <laughs> His name is Feller. Feller. Bob Feller. And when I say there is only one feller on the team that pitches, that's it. And the feller that pitches is feller. There's only the other fellers on the team, uh, but there's uh, only one feller. Boy, are you mixed up. (laughs) Oh, you mean the feller that pitches is feller. And there's other fellers on the team, but they're not fellers? Now you grasp it. Yes, I grasp it, but it keeps slipping out of my hand. Let's go into this sporting goods store and get your baseball equipment. I want you to look right for the opening game. Now, go ahead and ask that lady there where they keep the baseball uniform. Uh, pardon me, miss. Well, if it isn't Mr. Albert. Hello. And Mr. Costello. Hello. You fourth little monument. <laughs> what are you doing in the sporting goods store, miss? Oh, I just stopped in to get a gift for my nephew. I'm buying him a boss ball. Ball. Boss ball? Abbott, <laughs> you know what a boss ball is? That's what the poocher throws to the coocher. <laughs> and the booter tries to boot a home run. 
my nephew is just a little chope, but his ambition is to be a Brooklyn doger cotcher. Well, if he's only a little guy, why don't he join the deep troop Tugers and be a short stoop? <laughs> going. As we say in Chinese, it's your gooey hot dooey on Pushkatu, you. And a dish of gooey chop suey and a push for your tooth. Hey, look, that's a list. It's sales for now. Oh, good morning, boys. As Johnny Weissmeller said to Buster Crab, what dive did you come out of? <laughs> well, my friend and I are here to get some baseball equipment. Uh, I'd like to see a baseball uniform that would fit Costello. So would I. <laughs> Look, as Adam said to Eve, quit ribbing me. <laughs> However, I'll do the best I can. We'll start with the spiked shoes. What size do you wear? Eight. Oh, let me see. I've only got one pair left, and they're size five. Maybe you can squeeze into them, Costello. Go ahead and try. Okay. What do you know? Open-toed baseball shoes. <laughs> now for the uniform. My, you're certainly a pudgy little rascal, aren't you? <laughs> aren't you overweight? I'm about 120 pounds overweight, but I'm going back to my normal weight. Yes, that's normal. 60 pounds overweight. <laughs> Gosh, Sally, you should really go on a diet. Yeah, of course you know what a diet is, don't you? Oh, sure. That's where you can eat all you want of everything you don't like. Young man, if you really want to reduce, why don't you exercise with a couple of dumbbells? Okay, I'm ready whenever you and Abbott are. All right. Cut that out. We've got to get your baseball equipment. Mister, do you have any bats? Oh, certainly. Here's a fine bat. Autographed by Slaughter of the Cardinals. This bat was made for Slaughter. And she got one that was made for baseball? (laughs) When he says Slaughter, he means Slaughter the baseball player. Slaughter the baseball player? With that bet, you could slaughter anybody. <laughs> no, no, Costello, I'm talking about slaughter. Everybody knows slaughter. He knows slaughter. Well, maybe he knows slaughter, but I don't know. You idiot. Everybody knows slaughter, the baseball player. Slaughter is the man's last name. What's his first name? He knows. Now, there's a clever guy. He knows his first name. Oh, well, forget about the bat. Look, mister, do you have a baseball cap that will fit Costello's head? What size pencil sharpener does he wear? Yeah. Oh, yes, here's a dandy. This is the kind fella wears. What fella? The fella with the Cleveland Indians. There's nine players with the Cleveland Indians. Which fella are you talking about? Oh, young man, when I say fella with the Cleveland Indians, I am only referring to one fella. The fella that pictures with the Cleveland Indians. When you say the fella with the Cleveland Indians, you're only referring to one fella. The fella that pictures for the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. As Orville said to Wilbur, you're right. <laughs> Sporting good story. Oh, forget about him, Custer. Hey, wait a minute. I've got an idea. Mrs. Wetwash's late husband used to be a big league ba- ball player. Now, he was a home run king, in other words. Now, maybe she'll give you one of his bats for good luck. Let's go over to her house and ask her. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go right over now, huh? You're right, Abbott. As John Adams said to Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, how do you like that? I forgot what John Adams said to Henry Wadsworth Good morning, Mrs. Wetwash. Oh, hello, Mr. Abbott. Oh, my, you know you ought to muzzle that St. Bernard dog. (laughs) (laughs) 
pardon me, it's Costello. <laughs> Tell me, Costello, how are things in Gawker, moron? <laughs> Mrs. Whitwash, I wish you hadn't said that. I was just telling Abbott, your face reminds me of a rose. Oh, really? An American beauty rose? No. A rhinoceros. <laughs> Mrs. Whitwash, Costello's leaving for New York to join Joe DiMaggio's place. Take Joe's place. Isn't that wonderful? He's going to play with the Yanks. Oh, I can't believe it. Yes? What do those big Yanks want with a little jerk like him? <laughs> Mrs. Whitwash, that was an insult. I'll have you know that beautiful women find me irresistible. <laughs> I don't find you irresistible. And I don't find you beautiful. Quiet, <laughs> Costello. Ask her for those baseball bats her husband left her. Okay. Mrs. Whitwash, I understand when your husband was alive, he had a lot of old bats. That's a lie. He never went out with anybody but me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mrs. Costello means your husband's uh, baseball bats. You yes. see, he thought you might give him one of them. Yes. That's right, Mrs. Whitwash. You see... I need a good bat. Oh, you need a good bat. I'll be glad to help you out. Can I have the bat right now? Right now! <laughs> well, Costello, I'm going to New York with you. You know, Bucky Harris, the Yanks manager, gave me a job as coach for as long as you're on the team. Look, Abbott, if you're a coach, you must know all the players. I certainly do. Well, you know, I, may, I never met the guys, so you'll have to tell me their names, and then I'll know who's playing on the team. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you their names, but you know, strange it may seem, they give these ball players nowadays very peculiar names. You mean funny names? Strange names, pet names, like Dizzy Dean and... His brother Daffy. Daffy Dean. And their French cousin. French. Gouffet. Gouffet Dean. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, let's see. We have on the bags, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find I out. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. You're going to be the coach, too? Yes. And you know the Oh, no, I should. Well, then who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first place. Who? The guy playing first. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That's who? Yes. <laughs> you got a first baseman? Certainly. Who's playing first? That's right. When you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. <laughs> All I'm trying to find out is the fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy that gets the That's money. That's it. Who gets the money? I'm he pushing. does, every dollar. Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Who's what? Yes. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Look, all I want to know is when you sign up the first baseman, how does he sign his name to the Who? contract? The guy. Who? How does he sign his That's name? That's how he signs it. Who? Yes. <laughs> What's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. Well, I'm changing the players. I'm not taking nobody. Take it easy, buddy. I'm only asking you who's the guy on first base. That's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> what's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second? I'm not asking you who's on who's second. Who's on first? I don't know. Oh, he's on third. We're not talking about him. Now, let's <laughs> get on third base. Why, you mentioned his name. If I mention a third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who's playing first? What's on first? What's on second? I don't know. He's on third. There I go, back on third again. Now, who's playing third base? Why do you insist on putting who on third base? What am I putting on third? Oh, what is on second? You don't want who on second. Who is on first? I don't know. Third base! <laughs> Sure. The left fielder's name. Why? I just thought I'd ask. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's playing left field. Who is playing first? I'm not stay on the infield. <laughs> I want to know what's the guy's name in left field. No, what is on second? I'm not asking you who's on who's second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> and the left fielder's name. Why? 
Get caught. Oh, he's center field. He is you got a pitcher on a team? Sure. The pitcher's name? Tamara. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you, hey, man. Go ahead. Tamara. What time? What time what? What time tomorrow? You're going to tell me who's pitching. Now, listen. Who is not pitching? I'll who break is... your arm, you say. Who's on first? <laughs> I want to know what's the pitcher's name. What's on second? I don't know. Third base. Now, the catcher. Certainly. The catcher's name. Today. Today. And tomorrow's pitching. Now you've got it. All we got is a couple of days on the team. <laughs> Too. No, I get behind a plate, do some fancy catching. Tomorrow's pitching on my team, and a heavy hitter gets up. Yes. Now, the heavy hitter bunched the ball. When he bunched the ball, me being a good catcher, I want to throw the guy out of first base, so I pick up the ball and throw it to who? Now, that's the first thing you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's all you have to do. It's to throw the ball at first base. Yes. Now, who's got it? Naturally. <laughs> Look, if I throw the ball at first base, somebody's got to get it. Now, who has it? Naturally. Who? Naturally. Naturally? Naturally. So I pick up the ball and I throw it to naturally. No, you don't. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's the... That's what I say. You're not saying that. I throw the ball to naturally. You throw it to who? Naturally. That's it. That's what I said. Listen, you ask me. I throw the ball to who? Naturally. Now, you ask me. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's it. Same as you! the same thing. Any tobacco burns, makes smoke, but where else can you find the tobacco that has the pipe appeal of Prince Albert? The coolness, mildness, the rich, full flavor. Prince Albert is specially treated to ensure against tongue bite. Crim cut to smoke slow and cool. So pack your pipe with mellow, rich PA. Enjoy pipe appeal with Prince Albert. And while we're speaking of enjoying yourself, be sure to tune in on Grand Ole Opry on NBC Saturday night. You all know and love the songs of America, but this week you have something extra special in store for you. Red Foley and his gusts, Ernest Tubb and Roy Acuff. Grand Ole Opry Saturday night on NBC. Be sure to tune in next week for another great evidence. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes. You're out at the old ball game. Take me out to the ball game. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, 
Three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Now, Sydney, let me regale you with the stories of my baseball beginnings. I was about six years old when I met him for the first time. Who'd you meet? Who was it? Babe Ruth. Wow. Didn't he die like 80 years ago? Shut up. The great Bambino. The Sultana Swat. There I was. In the locker room after the game. The tunnel. Babe was walking off the field, and I offered him my Coca-Cola sort of beverage. And I was like, hey, Babe, you want a Coke? And then he's like, nah. But then he takes the Coke anyway. And then he tosses me his jersey, and he says, here, kid, catch. Uh, Not to interrupt, but that clearly was just from a Coke commercial. You weren't there, you don't know. Besides, the best thing you can do for a burgeoning athletic talent is to get them some sponsors. I, I will admit to being a bit flabbergasted right now at Sydney's sudden athletic developments. I, I didn't know he had an in him, I'll be honest. That was unexpected. Uh, Sydney, have you ever played baseball before? Well, I, I mean, I got a lot of practice swatting flies in the studio, but I, I think what it is is just... just... My fear of the ball, and, and, and I just swing wildly to preserve my own fragile life, and somehow it just works out. Sydney, don't ever tell anybody that. I guess it's a good thing when threatened with fear, Sydney's body chose fight over flight. Um, I mean, there is one other problem. Uh, once I hit the ball, I'm, I'm utterly paralyzed in fear, and I can't actually run to first base, so... Uh, that is an issue. Don't worry about that, Sydney. We'll just have the first base coach come and drag you. Okay. You see, boys, that's why I appointed myself the manager. Not only can I scout out the uh, generational talents, but I also give them my sage wisdom and advice. For example, I told young Sydney, always be afraid of the baseball. It will hurt you. If I may raise an objection, won't we reach a point where Sydney is no longer afraid of the ball since he keeps hitting it instead of having it hit him? No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty terrified. I'm pretty terrified. That's right, Sydney. Harness your fear. Let it control you. He left finger marks in the bat. Stay afraid, Sydney. Stay very afraid. I think we've witnessed the birth of a legend today, and I, for one, am rather happy about that. 
This bodes well for our community baseball team, I suppose. Maybe not so well for all the cars out in the parking lot. Music heard on today's show included Jolton Joe DiMaggio by Les Brown, It's a Beautiful Day for a Ball Game by the Harry Simeone Songsters, Casey the Pride of Them All by the King's Men, Baseball Boogie by Mabel Scott, There Used to Be a Ballpark by Frank Sinatra, Say Hey by the Trainers, and If You Can't Make a Hit at the Ball Game by the National Pastime Orchestra. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Anyway, if you want to hear more, you can visit kisu.org, or you can find us wherever you procure your fine podcasts from. Does this mean I can get promoted to first-string equipment manager? Sydney, you can be whatever position you please. As long as you sign this contract making me your manager and giving me a cut of your salary, as long as you don't read any of the fine print. <laughs> okay, I'm a sucker for signing things, you know. <laughs> Stick a piece of paper in front of me, I'll sign my life away. <laughs> Let me out that sucker. Jake, I think this might be the beginning of a beautiful, manipulative friendship. Yeah. Boys, let me tell you about why baseball reminds me of my ex-wife. Here we go. You step up to the plate thinking you're gonna get a hit. You end up striking out, you pay too much for warm beer, and you end up heading home empty-handed. I'm a sad, lonely man. Pathetic. A loser. Not Sydney, though. Sydney's got a bright future. Which end of the pen has the ink in it to write with? Happy Mary Ann McCann, a crazy baseball fan, rooted hard for Dan Moran. Dan Moran, her baseball man, when he came to bat one day and saw her smile so gay, his Irish heart was thumping when he heard her yell hooray. She loudly cried, oh Danny mine, a hit and Mary Ann is thine. The score was tied, the bases full, the crowd began to cheer. For Mary almost fainted when she heard these words so clear. Strike one, strike two, strike three, the batter's out. Then Dan heard Mary and in frenzy shout. If you can make a hit in a ball game, you can make a hit with me. But the man who can hit in a ball game can be my affinity. A crash, fair ball, a run, the game is won. 
Then Mary turned to Dan and loudly sung. If you 